Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. John and Viv join us in the sex apartment and introduce us to the new idea of being gifted and gifting a unicorn. Somehow, they even find a unicorn that brings gifts. And we're back at the sex apartment. Today we have Viv and John joining us. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. As we always do with couples the first time they sit down, how did you guys discover the lifestyle? Well, we both had done a little bit group stuff prior yeah. to it for each other, but not obviously lifestyle full on, no clubs, no, no travel, like no meeting people. Yeah. But we were trying to do something different and fun. So we did the strip club thing, which was not. Did you know if you put your feet on your husband at the strip club, they make you leave? What? I'm sorry, what now? They make you leave. I, well, I know you pretty well. I have a feeling there was more than just put the feet on the no, husband thing. No, that's actually all it was i had my feet up on him and we got a couple warnings and then they wanted us to leave at which point i sweet talked him into staying okay it draws away from the girls yeah so the guys are watching her oh, mess around and okay it was like couples night okay. nobody was watching no. it was empty it was awesome like i worked at a strip club for five years and i don't remember anything <laughs> but this particular one didn't want that but okay no, so we escalated from there and then she you were the one that actually what was his birthday yeah so we had been talking about how hot it was. And I asked, like, you actually want to do this, right? And he did. So did I. So I researched clubs, found one like three hours away, and gave it to him for his birthday. Now, when you say you were talking about how hot it was, what exactly were you guys talking about that was hot? <sighs> Back then, it was pretty much just another girl. Just a girl, yeah. Yeah. The, the just, standard safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Thing, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What gets everybody into it? Exactly. Yeah. And you hadn't experienced that yet? We both have. Yeah, not together. But right, but not together. together. Yeah, never together. And had you used stories about your past and been oh, asking questions? and absolutely. Okay. And then we would like talk about that as we were having sex, and it was just so hot that we wanted to try it. So you mentioned you had experiences before you guys got together. Viv, let's start with you. Okay. What was your very first non-conventional experience? With my best friend. Okay. Yes, yeah, she, she was hot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were just... At my house, snuck some of my parents' alcohol, and then we like totally went at it. And, oh, oh, it was, it was, that was a fun time. Now, had you known you that were had, going like, that direction? No. no. Well, I always thought she was hot, but like I didn't tell her that. Okay. Well, I did, but not. Is this something <laughs> you know, she had like, done I'm, before? No, we were both pretty young. Okay. I was like, like really hot. And then the two of us, I don't know, a year or two late. Well, we did that all the time. All the time. <laughs> And then probably like, sleep over this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a year or two later, we had a threesome with a guy. So. Oh. Now, was that a guy one of the two of you was dating or just? Yeah, she was. Okay. How'd she react to that? She loved it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By that point, I think she may have been more into me than him anyhow. So. Okay. 
I got really good. Oh, so she had been dating him through that whole thing. Oh, yeah. She, we, <laughs> okay. we both dated whoever throughout okay. it. We got pretty good at knowing each other. So, How did you progress from there? Well, like nothing else happened for, for many, many years. Okay. Um, boring marriage. Yeah, very, very boring marriage. And then... And so during that very boring marriage, any hints at that or no uh, bringing it up? You, I didn't even like having sex with him. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> it didn't even yeah. appeal to me because, uh, yeah, no, no. Okay. And then you guys get together. and Oh, yeah. Then I was back. Yeah, it was back. Okay. <laughs> so now before we get into you guys getting together, now let's switch over to you, John. So I uh, worked at a local gentleman's club for <laughs> several years. It's like one of the head bouncers. And it was just, I mean, you had after parties and weird Bang stuff happened. Well, not all of them, but there was a few. <laughs> Many of the strippers. They're a little less inhibited than the average yes. woman. So that was pretty much like, you know, a few years of my life that that would happen. It wasn't like every weekend. It wasn't like I dated someone that we did stuff with. It was, you'd have after parties. And honestly, it was pretty similar to like going to the club mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, oh, something's happening. We're doing this. Okay. <laughs> I never had like a steady girlfriend that we did anything with. And then my marriage, same way, boring and so never even never brought it never up. Never even never. inkling of it. No. Okay. So the two of you get together after very boring marriages. How is it that you guys go, hey, you know, before these long-term relationships, I had these, these moments in my life. Well, I think we were openly... Or we were open about the fact that we were both sluts yeah. at like well, we one were, point in our lives. And we were friends for quite a while before we got together, too. Okay. So we had weird conversations years, about yeah. stuff that non-buried people probably don't usually talk right. about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, it, it had come up before we even got together, talking in general. Yeah, he we, was like my bestie. Yeah, so oh. we just like talk about yeah. anything and everything, okay. including that, and it wasn't even weird. So we already knew that that was the route. We were, well, we knew we had both done that, rather. Mm-hmm. Right. When we got together, it wasn't like, oh, that's never going to happen. I was like, oh, Maybe we There's get a very, very good possibility. <laughs> so how long are you guys together before you actually start heading down this road? Maybe a year. About a year. Yeah. Probably okay. about a year. Like actually together as a couple. Yeah. yeah, about a year. So you found a club. <laughs> that was far <laughs> enough away so we wouldn't know anyone and nobody would know us. That was the big thing, you know. We didn't have the mindset of if you see them there, they're there too yet. But right, yeah, no, we hadn't <laughs> had that revelation quite yet. Yeah, so that was a pretty eye-opening trip, but uneventful. Do you remember the tour they oh, gave us? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> So we get there and, you know, whenever you're a new member, you have to take a tour. And I thought I was dressed really risque. I had like just a dress on, <laughs> like a smidge of cleavage. It wasn't short, but man, I thought it, I, thought it I can't I, believe I'm going out in this. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. My heart was racing. Um. Anyway, so they take us on the tour and we're with what, like two other couples? Two or three other couples. I still can't believe it's happening. So at one point, the tour guide stops. And he's like, you need to know where you fall on the spectrum. He's like, it's like a totem pole. You guys, looks at us, you're way up here. And you guys, you're down here. You stay here and you stay there. And everybody will have fun. Wow. Yeah. Now we have to finish the tour with these yeah. people. Yeah. Like, Talk about a hot feeling in your stomach. Yeah, oh. I want to leave. I'm ready to bolt. Like, uh, it's nothing to do with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I want to apologize. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was very interesting. Um, I've never heard anything like that since no, then. Was, so that was just, that, yeah, that, was, that was our opening five yeah. minutes in the club. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so tour finishes. Walking in, what were you expecting to see compared to what you actually saw on the tour? Huh? More sex. Yeah, it was More pretty sex. Yeah, tame. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean well, it was early, you know, yeah. so like there was nothing happening right. yet. 
So yeah, as we, we walked in, in, I just thought everybody would be naked and just sex everywhere. And it was, <laughs> they were just like dressed like they were going to a club and having some drinks. We got there way too early too. You didn't realize no, yeah, we've no never one done that again. That was a one. <laughs> nobody does any swinging on Friday nights <laughs> yep. and no one yep. gets there till 10 o'clock on Saturday at yep. the earliest. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What guidelines did you give yourself walking into this? All of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Like a, was, Basically he was allowed to like maybe pet. At first, <laughs> like okay, so we thought it was hot at home. We would talk about you know, whatever the Everything, hell you want. Yeah. But then we're walking in, and I'm like, well, I don't know about this. Like, <laughs> we we don't know these people. So then all of a sudden, it was like you can look, but you can't touch. <laughs> yeah, it didn't last very long. No, that was. But. <laughs> yeah, the initial set of rules were very yeah. very comprehensive. Very, yeah. very comprehensive. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> You finish the tour. What do you do while you're at the club that first night? I drink a lot. Yeah, a little too much <laughs> alcohol, probably. A lot too much. I think eventually, alcohol. just walking around, seeing what's going on, kind of night. They had mm-hmm. a huge playroom there, and eventually we ended up in there, just the two of us. Yeah. Okay, so you did actually do something. Oh then. yeah. Okay. So we had done a bunch yeah. of voyeur stuff in the past. Oh know, yeah. Cars and just anywhere you could or exhibition. Anywhere you're probably not going to get arrested, but public still. Right. Yeah. Right. Stuff like that. So that was, yeah, exhibition the other way Four voyeurs. So that was fine. That was like something we were already. Yeah. So we, we had like a couple that. of the different rooms and. And there was like that stack of beds. Yeah. We just climbed on it. <laughs> went on the bed pyramid. Did anybody try to engage? No, everybody no. was very no. kind of keep to themselves that night. Yeah. Which it we've seen it different. the dress I had on. <laughs> <laughs> you kept it's the dress on? too much dress. <laughs> You kept the dress on for this? Most of the dress. No, no, it was off for that. It was reeking of vanilla vibes. (laughs) (laughs) You come back home. What was your reaction? What was your thought of your first night at the club? We talked about it every time we had sex for like weeks. Well, on the drive, we we loved it. We loved the atmosphere. We loved the people we talked to were awesome. You know, everyone you met was just super nice and they seemed like great relationships and stuff. So on the way home, we're like researching. There's all kinds of bias. We didn't know it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's like three within 20, 30 minutes of our house. So we actually made like a pit stop by to see where one was because we're going to hit. So we already had the next that. week yes, planned out. Right. To, and we finally got, like, you know, if they see us here, they're there too. It doesn't matter. So we yep. got that mindset. So now we can stay local. Right. But Which made it a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next week, I think it was maybe two weeks later, two we weeks. went to our home club. That's our home club now for the first time. And we saw somebody who worked with. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who worked for him actually. <laughs> and what was that reaction? Uh, that was that was a good one. That was a both. They I don't just, see you. You don't see me. We're not talking about this. Let's just go on our way. Came up. Yeah, so that was a, the easy one. And how often do you cross paths? Uh, not so much anymore. Okay. He's, He's retired gone, and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, never okay. never came up in that. And yeah, I've, I probably have seen him a handful of times since then, to be honest. But yeah. So how many trips to the club does it take before you expand from exhibitionism? Uh, well, we did that a bunch of times, and we ended up with meeting a bunch of people that. We hung out with so, but that wasn't at the club. No, that's what that I'm saying. Was at yeah. A house party. yeah, we didn't okay. play at the club for probably almost nine months or something yeah. ago. And we'd go up frequently, but we made so our first trip to our current home base club was like cold. Like we're both thinking we're looking real good. She this dressed a little hotter. This would be our first Friday. No, this was a Saturday. That was we did was that it? later. Yeah. Okay. So we go there. Good looking people. We're better than the first club. Right. Looks wise. But everyone's kind of like packed off and kind of staring at us, but no one will come talk to us. We're like, are we Felt clicky. doing something wrong? <laughs> so we just kind of like hung out that first night. Decided to go back maybe a few weeks later. And all of a sudden we had, well, we had met someone through one of the websites. Right. And we met them there and boom, all of a sudden we got a group of 40 friends. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of like you, you get yeah. in here. <laughs> and we were just part of that group. You know, so, from that moment. Forward. Yeah, so then it, like, progressed to, like, meeting people, house parties, stuff like that. Actually, pretty quick for us on that front, so. Your first experience, then? 
Mm-hmm. Your rules are originally look but don't touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were past that. Yeah, we'd already actually, without even doing anything, realized that that's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, like every visit, we would be like become more and more relaxed on our rules <laughs> um, before we even yeah. you know, touched anybody else. But And that was through fantasies and talking? Yeah. While yeah, the more we saw, yeah, exactly. It just created the fantasies. You'd speak about it. And then, what kind of things did you see that made you start talking about it? Listen, at first we weren't even allowed to kiss. I mean, there were a lot <laughs> of rules. <laughs> You can eat her out, but you can't kiss her. You can yes. Anything you want, bend her over, whatever you want, but no kissing. No kissing. Okay, let's get complicated, but I'm in. <laughs> Am I allowed to kiss things other than her mouth? I remember her asking that question. <laughs> yes, that falls in with. Well, of course. You know. no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> of course. Hello. Yeah. So I think um, the first time we played was at a house party with a pack of people yeah. that we had met and been yeah, hanging big, out with. Yeah. Let's talk house parties then. Tell me about this first house party. Was that the first house party you went to? Yes. Yeah, it was kind of like a weekend, like over. It was like a thing. weekend away, so it was, I think, like a Airbnb type situation, and how many of us were in that house? Like 20? Uh, yeah, like 16, 20 people. There was a lot yeah, staying so there. So there were a lot staying there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a, Roughly how many bedrooms, just to get an idea? Five. Four or five, yeah. Okay, so everybody's yeah. sharing a room for oh, the yeah. most we part. Had a, Oh, yeah. We were gifted yeah. a unicorn for our room. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were. That was nice. It was like, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our little click. Here's a unicorn. Wow. <laughs> we need to get well, a unicorn say, what the hell? gift. Nobody, fuck that. We need to find somebody to gift us yes. one. Oh, I could gift you one. Okay. <laughs> we've we've yeah. got a couple. Appreciate that. Yeah, so that was our. That was actually then that night, which was about seven, eight months into it, our first. Maybe like eight or nine. Yeah, because we started in like the end of that year, and then yeah. that was like early, that was late spring, early summer, the next year that we did right. that. Okay. Okay. So going into this house party, do you have any idea about house parties or any had heard stories or so just it was like a house party weekend? Okay. And I don't think we were actually expecting that. We were just told, Hey, we're in, you know, this little area on the lake. Come hang out with us. And we're like, Oh, okay, cool. And then it was all of our swinger friends. <laughs> we were, I don't even think we were actually expecting it. Oh, so you, you? you didn't even know it was just I one couple invited you? Yeah. Though, yeah. And they said there'd yeah. be a few others. We didn't realize it. Okay. By a few others. Like a I frat mean, house like, of yes. swingers. What was that reaction? Did we step oh, yeah. off to the side or I was, was like, it like. Dive right in. Well, it was like, funny because ah. we had, it was another couple that we had like messaged with and we're going to meet a few times, but didn't. And all of a sudden they're there like, oh my God, you guys are here. It was like. Like a reunion of people that we'd never met somehow, yes. which is odd to say. But, <laughs> but like, you know, you talk to someone oh, online, well, you, you never talk, meet. Yeah. All of a sudden, now you're in front of each other. Exactly. Like, I didn't know you'd be here. But so that was like that kind of thing. And that was, That's it was, what's so weird about talking online. Yeah. And it's, you, you get, you're like, oh, by the time you actually meet, it's like, oh my God, we, yeah. we know <laughs> you. And, so we go way back. <laughs> never met, but we go way back. No, it was actually just like a fun weekend of like just going out to like dive bars and hanging out, walking around and and weird stuff at night like mm-hmm. <laughs> now a group of 16 swingers staying together in a house going out to a small bar oh yeah, oh, yeah. At, by that point you're pretty much at least half the bar it's if a not, you're pretty yeah. close yeah. Oh, exactly. how's the behavior at that well the looks we got were fantastic yeah probably a little wilder than your average <laughs> yeah. and like confusion what the hell is going on here <laughs> wait he's she's just, with him she's just kissing that what did we, we, is she with him <laughs> We were playing into that a little bit, obviously, and it was hillbillier crowd, so it was kind of fun, even <laughs> okay. more fun because they're, <laughs> they're not as bashful about checking out and wondering what's going on. Right, right. You know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff you'd expect, and, and I think we we're actually playing into a little bit just to see what kind of reactions we could get. <laughs> Can't complain about that. No. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So you get back to the house. What's your very first experience? So the initial couple that we had probably ever talked with online, maybe like the second or third, whatever, but the yeah. only ones we actually like clicked with really well, they're the ones that like brought us into that big group and invited us, them and the unicorn. Mm-hmm. So me and her started, it was like 
later everyone knew everyone was getting weird and it's time to do stuff so we ended up playing with each other in our own room for a minute which doors wide open and the rooms are all right there and then they all just kind of like hey can we come in yeah. <laughs> kind of showed up like well yeah two became a party yeah <laughs> so it turned into five people right five yeah, yeah, yeah so, so our first experience pretty, like, together yeah. was five people yeah it was a pretty pretty momentous or monumental mm-hmm. event rather yep so what happened everything Pretty much everything. <laughs> Eventually, we took the unicorn, which we just got told about Yeah, recently, but we didn't but realize <laughs> it. But somehow, all of a sudden, it was just us We had all unicorn. five of us doing stuff. And we were going on for a while here now. Yeah. Uh, we got pretty comfortable stuff pretty fast. And then... So all full of, swap that first time then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden, we just had the unicorn and the other couple had left to get a drink or something. Right. So we did that for a little while. And it was kind of... I had drank like a lot. <laughs> I'm noticing like a nervous. trend here. Yeah, like when I get nervous, I drink. So I think that's about the time I forget remembering. Yeah. No, everything didn't go perfect as planned, but it was fine. It was fun. And it was try something different was next week. <laughs> what were some of the pitfalls? I don't even know what it, it was. It was like a little awkward. Yeah, just uh, just because it was our first time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like watching him and he's watching me just for reassurance. Yeah. And yeah, it was just. Which was, yeah, it, it was, was good. good. I was going to say, then what was your reaction to that? Yeah, it was all good. It was all like, is this this okay? This is not on our list. Can I do it? (laughs) It is on our list and I'm doing it. Is it okay? (laughs) It was like, yeah. And then she's coaxing the girl like, go ahead and you sit on top of me. So he could like, oh, wow, (laughs) you're setting things up. Yeah, I turn into quite the director Yes, he turns. I like that. a porn director hat that she wears on vacation. (laughs) I got to see that hat sometime. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. I think we saw a little bit of it at their house party. We have a slow down. (laughs) Just (laughs) So from that point on, you guys just full jumped in and just took off from there. Well, then we discovered hotel parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, those are fun. So we were traveling, mm-hmm. going to a bunch of those. So we met a lot of people. Uh, we went out of state of quite yeah. a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. So you just meet people all over. So that was always really fun, too. And then probably the next time we really did a whole lot of stuff was Temptation with that huge group, <gasps> a big group. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, it was probably like 20 people, like, well, like 15 mm-hmm. couples. It was like yeah, I would say probably like 12 15, to 15 couples, couples, 12 to 15. And we, we went, all- yeah, we went there and that's where, like, talk about taking over. We were. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were- so we're talking how long after that first trip down to that club, that-, that first club? Like a couple months. Was that? Oh, from the first trip to any club? Yeah. Oh, from the first trip to any club. Yeah. Yep. That would have been like a year, a okay. over a year. Because right. we planned it with them in yep. January. Right. After like year. New Year's Eve. But then we didn't go till August. That's right. That's right. So okay. it was like a long time later okay. that we ended up going. Yeah. Was this a local group that you guys yeah. All, yeah. all went? Okay. Yeah. Actually, we, the, the couple that had brought us into that first house party, okay. um, were really good friends with the couple that was basically planning the trip. Yeah. Okay. So we met them at a hotel party, became like instant friends. And she's like, we're going on a trip. I'm sending you an invite, and then we booked a day later. Wow. So I like the way you guys jump in. Yeah, <laughs> we really do. If we you invite us, we're probably going to show up. Yeah, yeah don't invite us unless you mean it. Yeah, we'll be there. I like that. Why do you swing? What do you find useful for your relationship? Honestly, it's just like uh, we always say this. It's like a hobby. It's like just something we do together that's yeah. fun. It's you go to movies, you get dinner, you hang out, you go to games and stuff with people. But then there's like a little more risque, high end, fun stuff you do. That's it's also like a interactive porno with your best friend. Too, then, yeah. And then there's those <laughs> How aspects. How cool is that? <laughs> like, oh, my favorite person on well, the planet, looking all hot and sexy, banging the chick over there. It's just, it's fun. <laughs> I like to I like to experience. Yeah, it's got its adrenaline (laughs) thing. It's got its yeah, all those factors and stuff. Through your time doing this, is there anything that's left on your? Gosh, I really want to try that list. 
I've pretty much gotten through my bucket list. Yeah, they I mean, I now add people to my bucket okay. list, <laughs> but as far as acts, I don't think there's anything. Pretty much done at all. Okay. Yes. <gasps> Hold on. You always wanted the line like four or five well, up in a row and like just go. He hasn't had an opportunity for more than like three. Three. Oh, man. I know. Poor guy. I mean, I think I can check that as the bucket You had the stacking thing? He wanted that real bad. The stack. Just not three. Pretty much covered everything we wanted. Everything you've talked about in the beginning that was, this is going to be at. We did that. And after all the rules came off, they stayed off, or did you oh, yeah. go yeah. back and? Okay. We've never. Yeah, you kind of realize. <laughs> We've never added rules. Yeah, honestly, and even like <laughs> yeah. couples with heavy rules, we avoid to a point. Yeah. We were there. We know yeah. that it's going to be probably we'll a little awkward. We'll talk yeah. to you. Don't you drop the rules? We'll see in a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you'll be. Soon. If you get yeah. there, we'll be there waiting for you. <laughs> That's Any, funny you say sorry. that because of the kissing thing. Because we would avoid no kissers because we felt the same way. Where it was like, oh, they'll just be, they'll be back around here. Yeah. <laughs> soon they'll be kissing. We yeah. actually got some people that drop their kissing rule <laughs> inadvertently, not on say, purpose. We did not ask them to. No. They just did. It was. They kind of and came running over like, "Hey, we're not doing that anymore." <laughs> okay, good. All right. Guess what we did? Any speed bumps in the process? That lifestyle. I mean, no. I mean, you know, you have a surgery on a joint or something, and you stop doing it for a few months, or life yeah, gets busy and you stop it. for a Never few months. Never any like but dramatic no, speed nothing, bumps yeah. or anything. Just you know, weird experiences which are just fun and entertaining to look back. <laughs> but, right. Oh, but nothing yeah. between us that no, never. Oh, never. Like oh, that was terrible. We can't taking a break or nothing weird like that. No. Wait a minute. There was that one single guy. That was a speed bump. Ooh. Okay. There was this. He had the worst breath I've ever smelled in my life. But <laughs> oh, I didn't geez. know well, that was just a- <laughs> until we were already like. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I can't live like this, man. That was just a bad night. I had to it was pretend I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I drank too much. I really didn't drink too much. It was, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it was bad. I couldn't do it. You know what? And to answer earlier's question, yeah, the no kissing was back on that night. <laughs> <laughs> What's something you would suggest to a new couple that's thinking about getting into the lifestyle? Don't be jealous. Please, dear God, don't be jealous. And if you are, don't get into the lifestyle. Rules are good, I think, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But if they're like unbreakable and there's hard lines to cross, that's probably a sign that you're not really into it or ready for it. And decide you're going to change a rule prior to an experience, <laughs> not mid-experience. <laughs> that sometimes doesn't go over very well. And we've been on the receiving end of that. No, but I think going to the club, you see a lot of stuff. You get a you know, a lot of ideas what are and are not okay with. Mm-hmm. But again, I get that people are soft swap and there's different things people do. But at some point, it's a jealousy thing that yeah. limits a lot of things and creates that list of rules when you don't realize. Right. Oh, yeah. And if you're not comfortable with something and you really don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. I yeah, see that, that a lot oh, too, yeah, yeah. where, you know, they're filled with regret or you can tell mid session they're just yeah along for the ride. And that's not fun for anybody. You're definitely not doing it for the other person. That's, mm-hmm. And don't our- take one for the team. <laughs> Now, what would you define as take one for the team? If I am absolutely not into a dude, I am not going to have sex with that dude. There are a lot of women out there. <laughs> the, no one man. You know what I mean? We're not, I don't know. We're not really like that. I don't know. We're usually drawn to the entire couple. Mm-hmm. And if not, we just, it doesn't matter how good one half is if the other half isn't. Right. Definitely not a, it's not a marriage fixer or relationship yes, fixer. it is not a marriage <laughs> fixer. It's not uh, something I'm doing for him or her because yeah. we've seen that. 
Too many times. A lot of times, and none of those people are together anymore. Nope. Mm-mm. It's eyes wide open for both sides. and We've seen the girls push the guy too far, the guy pushed the girls too far. Yeah, you need to be on the same page, yeah. or you need to not do it. Uh, I think you've actually seen more of the girls pushing the mm-hmm. guy too far. Is the worst. Absolutely. We feel like it would be the other way, but it's actually more common. We've seen it the other way more. Yep. That's fun, though. I mean, it's uh, we don't hardly do any normal travel anymore because you know what you're getting. Adults only. Vegas is boring. Yeah, Vegas becomes boring because there's nothing to keep and keep it. Whatever you got in Vegas can stay there because it's got nothing on the travel that we do. So it's actually the strip clubs are like why? Yeah, oh, that's oh yeah. Even our first trip there is like this is boring. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's the average person's wild night is boring night for us yep. so if you can do it it's definitely <laughs> it's a it's a different experience and it, you got to be best friends and mm-hmm. have fun with it together it's just not going to work unicorns are difficult to find but uh, fun if you can get a good yes. one we had a unicorn bring us presents one day. A unicorn that used to bring us presents every time she'd come she, she was from out of state mm-hmm. and she would bring us like sponge candy yeah sponge candy and like wine and wine. cheeses she made a whole gift basket the one time <laughs> so she she, she Hot unicorn bearing gifts. It was amazing. <laughs> Refer to friends. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Multiple friends, actually. We lent her out a lot. <laughs> What's your unicorn finding process? <sighs> that one we don't actually even look for unicorns. No. At the very beginning, we did. It turns out it was very difficult. Yeah. What a weird thing for unicorns. <laughs> and then when you stop looking. They just fall they, into your lap? Yeah, they just fall into your lap, and they're actually pretty plentiful. That was our first several experiences yeah. involved or were strictly with one. Yeah. Single guys get a bad rap from a lot of them. Oh, but keep can, a stable, ladies. But they can it's be the best thing ever. It's, it's always a fun, quick, easy night. <laughs> They're less needy. And- They're not needy at all. They come over, they do their thing, they leave. You don't have to chat them up. <laughs> you don't have to match two halves of a couple that you both like. <laughs> this is Okay, this is a good one. Then what would you suggest to a single guy getting into this don't to make be him be a good one? Quick. And we've never done like through a club like that. It's always through SLS or something, you know, the websites or something like right. that, where you can vet someone and then talk to them for a little bit, get a good feel for them. And you just, don't find just, out if they have bad breath through the website. Though. You have to actually meet <laughs> I don't know how to screen for that. <laughs> to learn that. Tidbit. We put out mouthwash at the parties all over the place. Oh, yes. There's mouthwash everywhere. <laughs> no, but you can tell pretty quick. And if you're just normal, that, that's pretty much the. So if a single guy were trying to get invited to a house party, would you have any advice for a single guy? So the way we've always gone about it is it's single guys we've had experiences with. So for us, you know, it's it's ones we've had pleasant experiences mm-hmm. with. And, and then I want to share them with my friends <laughs> so they get invited. <laughs> I think the easiest way, especially newer couples, is like meeting people through the websites, vetting each other, meeting for a drink. If you don't want to do something that first night, that's fine. But I think that's where we actually got way more like into the lifestyle than mm-hmm. just hanging out at clubs and partying, which is fun. We're into the party thing or dressing up and doing all the stuff and all the theme nights. But usually that was just hanging out with people we like, drinking till way too late and going home. Mm-hmm. So probably a lot more we started like meeting people up outside of the club. Yeah, for sure. And that would be f- people you found through... Yeah, like, just through the different sites. Lifestyle and websites yeah. and whatnot. Or like friends that said, hey, you should hang out, you know, a couple or times. Or somebody like you meet at the club that yeah. you then mm-hmm. meet up with outside. I think for the single guys, through the sites, just having a good profile. What makes a good profile? Just pictures of Photos. you. A decent description. Normal, not some weird yes. thing. Firing off the, you know, the boilerplate message to every <laughs> couple. <laughs> right. That's not going to catch you. Yeah, if you can tell it was copy and pasted. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Photos of you, good information, normal stuff. Lots of dick pics. Dick pics everywhere. Just oh, yeah. immediately flood our <laughs> inbox with that, and that's yeah, going to get perfect, you. Perfect. Yeah. Right. 
that we don't immediately have sick dick pics. Like, right I don't even understand why women complain about that. Dick pics are cool. <laughs> it's just not the best foot in the door situation. See, there goes my and be really good at picking up sarcasm, but okay, maybe not. <laughs> no, eventually she wants to know what she's going to have to work with. Fair enough. All right. I, yeah. She'd rather see your face um, and your body yeah, first. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, eventually she's like, what's, he, what's it look? Well, we'll find that out. That was like my second question. <laughs> Decent face? Let me see that dick. <laughs> Fair enough. But again, you ask for it. Yes. Yes. True. So an unsolicited dick pic is usually not appreciated, I would say. It's tough to appreciate that. I would agree. But <laughs> how do you solicit a dick pic out of curiosity? Well, if you like them, then you're like, hey, let's see what else you got. Have you ever actually asked somebody, hey, let's see what you got? I've never had to. That's the unfortunate part of that. I honestly think that the vast majority of dick pics are unsolicited. I could think of maybe two times. Oh, actually, no, no, wait, I'm wrong. I did ask for one once. But the unfortunate, (laughs) I knew that this gentleman had a lot going on. I was out drinking with one of my girlfriends. We thought it would be fun to get a dick pic from him. I don't know why, all of a sudden. And so so I started asking for one, but he was... He drove a truck for a living, so he couldn't actually give me one in the moment, and he felt really bad because he loved, loved, loved showing it off. It was actually one of these really interesting moments where I asked for one, and I could not get one. Pre-lifestyle, I'm assuming? (laughs) This was when we were working up to lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This was one of the contenders for my first interaction. But you never... No, that went south real fast. Oh, why? He was young, very young. He had some emotional attachments to a ex-girlfriend, and then he had a new one in his life, and things were real messy with him, so it was just not a good idea. Okay. They start off this episode talking about coming to the lifestyle, having had their own multiple women experiences. His, yeah, with their history before meeting each other. It's funny that a lot of couples will come into the swinging lifestyle just looking for that extra woman. Thinking that there must just be like a stable of women just stable. <laughs> sitting around waiting, just going, waiting. where are these new couples so I can get some fresh dick? <laughs> like the animals at the APL or something is <laughs> waiting for their I, I think the threesome <laughs> possibilities are more of a drunk bar night yeah. than they are a sex club. But when you first get into the lifestyle, when you're first looking for... No, I, I think, I think at first... any point in your life, the odds of you finding just a single female that will run off and play with you. You are better off at a bar running into a a random drunk single girl than you are at a sex club. Really? Absolutely. That's tough. I don't know about that. Think about every night at our club. There's no more than three or four single girls. And there's usually over 100 couples. Yeah, but I feel like you're running a weird risk with just a random drunk single. Look at Dominic and Ariel. They roll to the bar, no problem. Pick it up, bam. Yeah, but then look at the issues that came out of that. I'm not saying it's going to be a great time. I'm saying you're, but most people aren't looking for that continued steady relationship of a friendship with this. They're looking for in and out and moving on. Well, Viv and John got a unicorn to bring them gifts. Where do we get those unicorns? I fucking agree. I would. (laughs) I want that unicorn. (laughs) I, I want to find out how one gifts a unicorn. And I want to get a unicorn that we can gift to somebody because how, what? I, I mean, like. I want to do that. I would like to be gifted a unicorn before I go gifting unicorns to others, but... (laughs) 
I no, I totally would give. Well, I mean, obviously, we would have to try out that unicorn to know that if it's worth gifting. I, I or just, not, I want the experience of being gifted a unicorn. I <laughs> just the mindset of here and and how that how that actually how works. I I'm very intrigued. Anyways, back up, back up, back Sorry. up. I want to go into an interesting similarity that I picked up on with Viv. And do you remember Violet and Picasso? Mm-hmm. Do you remember Violet's story about her being 16? And they kind of had that similar, that same besties that, you know, did a threesome with somebody they were dating. And then both of them went into boring marriages. And I, between Violet and Picasso and John and Viv, yeah. just the energy that all four of them have, yeah. I don't understand how they land in boring marriages. Well, okay, so this... Com- this is my question, right? So do you think that at some point there are people who have wild teenage years and say, oh, that was just my wild teenage years and then cut it off and say, now I'm getting into this marriage and I'm going to settle down. I'm going to do the right yeah, thing. Good point. And then that works for them and they move on with their life and they get in their boring marriages and they're fine. Or now it's time to settle down and have a family. And or there's the people who had their wild teenage years, and maybe it's just something so ingrained in them that it's something you can't just chalk up to a phase in your life. It's something that you actually have to live in your daily life somehow, some way. You have to bring that in because that's a part of you. That's who you are. And I see that very much in both Violet and Viv. I look at them and I just see these are people who they can't walk away from the, you know, maybe when they were a teenager and they had their wild fun, maybe it was a little bit more wild then. And now they need to still bring it into their life. But they're adults and they're doing the right thing. They hold a job. They pay the bills. They have kids. All those boxes are checked, but they still need that kind of like fun something else. I just thought it was so crazy to have such a common start to all of this to see how it kind of played out in both of their lives very similarly. I'm still trying to figure out how they land in boring marriages just because that's what I want to know. Like, just but again, I how do you turn down your energy because I'm well, see, that's the problem. That's why those marriages didn't work because they were not who they are. Totem pole tour guide. Oh, no. I didn't even want to talk about that because I just, yeah. How sad and yuck. Hey, it's not fucking true. It's it's not true, but it's not for him to choose. It's not for him to say or choose or put people in that place. It's not his call. (laughs) I mean, that's for each individual couple to make. And it's not even a totem pole. It's a... I like you, I don't like you. And that's kind of how simple it has to be. It doesn't have to be a, you belong here and you belong there and you stay in your places and everybody will have a good... It's absolutely ridiculous. I agree. Disgusting. That is absolutely so far against how the lifestyle works and what it means to me as far as like just being very accepting of so many different types of Mm -hmm. people. And that's just so... I agree. Sorry, I have no words. But no, just it's a, it's it's ridiculous, and I think that would turn off so many people walking into the club because there's no way that was the first fucking time he dropped that line. Oh, definitely not. It's almost like he has okay. Well, at this moment in the tour, this is where I let people know where I think they're at. I'm going to pump up couples that I want to play with and push down couples that I don't, and I, it's just it's fucked up. Yeah, it's not right. I know the people at our club don't fucking do that. So I hope not. I know we don't do that when we give tours, but. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Knowing these two, them coming in with, it's okay to touch maybe or maybe not, just maybe look, rules. It's surprising. 
And I can see if they started at a strip club, and I mean, that's that's the built-in rule there. And they were looking at other girls and getting touchy-feely to the point where they were about to get kicked out. And now they get to a sex club and it's like, okay, we're going to baby step into this. Maybe you can touch, maybe not. And then they get to the point where looking at everybody doing these things gets them turned on enough to go, okay, let's go in this big, great big room with a whole bunch of beds, go have sex with each other just in that space, put on a show for people and get turned on by the idea of people watching us. And it works well enough for them to go back home and talk about that moment for weeks and use that every day in sex and building up. And you go into a sex club the first time thinking, okay, there's going to be sex everywhere. We're going to fucking all, all over the place. I don't know what we're going to be up for. And all you actually do is you just play with your partner in front of other people. And that night is enough to get everybody into it. Well, of course, that's a huge step from touching each other at a strip club where you're not even allowed to have your feet on your partner, apparently. (laughs) And then now you're having sex in front of a bunch of people and reliving that experience and feeling like that you've pushed your boundaries that far, especially when you come in with a we're not going to do anything with anybody rule. Mm -hmm. So now it is just about the two of you and what you're doing there and what you're enjoying about that interaction. And I could totally see having that be an experience that you relive in your bedroom for months because that's a big difference between just touching each other at a strip club. Let's go to your first time at a sex club. Mm Mm-hmm. It was literally you made out with two other guys. Mm-hmm. And danced. danced all night. Dan- a lot of dancing and grinding, grinding and touching. Yeah. But, I mean, you kept your bra and panties on and you actually kept your whole outfit on. Mm-hmm. But you never left the dance area. Yep. How was going home after that? Fantastic. I was excited about every single thing we did. Now, I love going to dance clubs to to dance, rub or grind up against my guy. But in my situation, my husband was not the dancing type. He didn't want to go to clubs. So if I ever did, I always went with a bunch of girls. So I would end up like kind of half dancing on their guys. But it was always weird because this is my husband is not there. And then I didn't want to send a wrong message. So for me to have my husband dance club, And the ability to grind up on another guy and just dance my heart out was already huge. And then you add in the kissing and the touching. There was lots of touching, too. You miss that. To add all those things together, it was was a great night. The thing is, this goes for all of our endeavors, whether they're happening now or they happened when we first began. If it's a fun night, it's a fun night. It doesn't, we don't, I don't have to have sex. I don't have to play with 10 different people. I don't have, I don't have to play with one single person. If I've had a fun night, it's usually just how I feel about that night. So, you know, if I had fun dancing on the dance floor all night, being sexy and kissing on different people or touching on different people or just hanging out with you and grinding on you all night, that's a great night for me and I will go home and be fulfilled. Now for it to be something that I use in the bedroom, it's going to need a little more than... We didn't, I don't think we used the dance floor kissing as anything in the bedroom. It was more using those people as what would you want to do to them? You know, what would you, if they were here, you know, what would happen and, or what would have happened if we stayed longer and went and got a room, play out that scenario. The way to trickle it in to becoming human beings. 
Okay, so here's the part where Viv and John start talking about being gifted a unicorn. So now we can talk about gifting a unicorn, <laughs> even enough. though we already started. But. I don't know how this happens. I haven't been in a situation where somebody walks up with the female and goes, here's a unicorn that we have played with. We would like to bestow her to you. <laughs> I feel like it's more of a, we brought this unicorn with us and we like them so much. We're going to send our unicorn your way again, or you got to try our unicorn. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's a, Ooh, we think you and our unicorn will click. Let's see how this goes. Or maybe it's just, we're in a sexy environment and here unicorn go off and play. Or maybe they came in saying they were looking for unicorn and they're like, Oh, well we got just the unicorn for you. We're going to have to update this at some point after we get given gifted unicorn if this ever happens because i i'm very intrigued to see how this goes yeah i'm pretty sure it's not going to happen but i'm not going to be the negative nancy here so already were (laughs) way to put that out in the universe whatever i'm I'm building a vision board i'm I'm building a gifted (laughs) unicorn vision board it's gonna happen where are we hanging that (laughs) depends what the unicorn vision board looks like (laughs) we'll see Uh, what would it look like by the way (laughs) I've never actually made a vision board, so I'm not sure. I'll have to look into what vision boards are. <laughs> no, you know, you like cut out pictures of what you want. So um, so are we just like, is this like a Playboy cutouts? Like, I, I really feel it just needs to be unicorns. I, I, just, I, I just, just a board full of unicorns. But just, then all of a sudden we like meet a horse with a, a but, unicorn but horn on it. the whole it. vision, it's internally, we know what these unicorns are. Well, I know, but isn't vision board supposed to be like seeing it and manifesting it kind of thing? So, and, like, and you're we're manifesting the idea of having a unicorn. And as we likely won't run into a horse with a horn, hopefully the manifesting brings us hot single chick who's not fucking crazy. I just see us at like a kid's birthday party where they like hired a, a unicorn and somebody like put a horn on a, a horse and we're like, I, I was hoping oh, you were going to say, like, we manifested the wrong thing. Whoops. <laughs> like, the way I see it now is our kids go to a place where I could see parents actually hiring a two person wearing a horse wearing. costume. And, <laughs> and this ended up being some magical couple that we <laughs> hit it off with unicorn. later. Just, so uh, you guys like unicorns, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm just saying, be careful what you manifest. That's all. I'm just. <laughs> maybe that could be our new side job. <laughs> Unicorn costume. Uh, unicorn. Uh, wait, I cannot be the back. But you don't have. You're you're too extrovert, to introverted, introverted to. Uh, to be the anyway, the fact that they walked into a house party and were overwhelmed by the fact that there were 16 people there when they talked about going to sex clubs where there are hundreds of people. But the fact that it's whoa, look at this when you walk into a house and there's 16 like-minded people there. Yeah, it, it's funny that. That comes off as a shock. House parties are, if done correctly, have the right people who all like to interact with one another. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you're going to play with every single one is different. However, a good house party has a lot of people, all like-minded, like you said, but all people who 
would interact. Whereas you go into a club and you're saying, I'll hang out with this group of people because these are the people I know and I like and I have fun with. And then you have all the the strangers around you, right? So Mm -hmm. now you have a place where ultimately either you know a handful of people already there or the person who has invited you has given you some insight into who will be there. Or you walk in and if the person hosting the party did a great job, then they know you'll fit right in with all of these other people. So it's almost walking into a party made for you versus a club where you kind of have to figure out who your people are. So yeah, sure, you have Mm -hmm. a ton of people at a club, (laughs) but if it's the right type of house party and if the host knows what they're doing, then they're inviting people who are all going to jive really well. And it sounds like they did a good job. They went to a good house party. Yes, it did. Now it was a weekend away, so it wasn't just the whole weekend at the house having sex nonstop. They actually left as a group and went to public spaces. Yeah. And I love the idea of going to a public bar, not in our hometown, (laughs) with a group of swingers and just bouncing around from person to person to person, heavy flirting, touching, kissing. Confusing everyone. Making people go, what the hell's going on over there? I don't want to be in the corner of the bar. I want to be dead center of the bar with people around us that can see it from all angles. Yeah. And just gauge that reaction. And I'm really intrigued if the Echo and Falcon wish could come true in that sense where one of those couples watching this happen goes, that looks like fun. We should go talk to them (laughs) and ends up leaving and coming back with the group. I think that'd be cool. I feel like that's farther out of reach than just meeting a random vanilla couple and trying to switch them. I don't know. If it's a huge group in a bar and everybody who's already there is vanilla and they're feeling kind of uncomfortable with the idea that these people are all like weirdly kissing each other. I don't know if that's something I'm going to jump in If they're feeling uncomfortable, absolutely not. But if they're looking at that going, wow, this looks like that stuff we've been talking about in the bedroom. (laughs) Let's hike up our skirt and go say hi. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I can see that. And just see, and, but knowing groups like that, they will typically welcome in somebody. Yeah. And everybody will be over the top nice and they'll be just sucked into it. Like, whoa, let's go. And all right, we're going back to the house. I see it. I see it. Yeah. I, I, I also want to set up a large group of us going to a resort. Mm hmm. The amount of travels that they do and the fact that Viv and John both said that they only travel to adult resorts and they've pretty much knocked even Las Vegas off of their travel itinerary unless they're with a group of lifestyle type people. Let me quote John because he has the most amazing quote and I just loved it. The average person's wild night is a boring night for us. And I'm just like, yes. Because when we go out and we have fun, in quotation marks, air quotes here, at a vanilla type party, we typically leave that party and we go somewhere lifestyle and have more real Real fun. fun. (laughs) And it always amazes me that we walked away and then we go to bed that next night and you get a text from the vanilla people at the vanilla party and they're like, it was such a great night. And they're like, but I had to top it off with something else to make it a greater (laughs) night. Like... Um, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> but anyways, I'm totally jealous of John and Viv and their traveling because I wish we could do that. But you know, we have the little ones, which sometimes make that a little bit more difficult. I mean, is there like a babysitting service at adult resorts? No, no, I don't think there is. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 
Viv mentions how she sometimes becomes somewhat of a porn director during their interactions. And I know you love this. I absolutely want to see this play out from her. I think that's going to be very exciting to watch. I don't know if you remember, but when we were at Viv and John's house party that they invited us to, actually, we talk about this with Curtis and Rachel. Season one, episode 44, I believe. We saw a little bit of Viv's director hat, even though it wasn't necessarily straightforward, but she kind of came in while we were doing the spin the bottle stuff. And she was really getting in there, like telling people where to go. I feel like she was still even kind of directing, even when you were with her. I hate to admit this, but I was so focused on what you were doing. You didn't notice. That I didn't notice it at all. Oh, I totally saw it. Honestly, if that's what was happening and I missed it, that's fantastic that she can do it in such a way that it's not the, hey, everybody look at me. This is what you're doing. But it's just No, she's She's in there and she's involved and she was setting things up so that everybody would ultimately have a good time. Their house parties are a damn good time. And it takes us a certain couple and a couple who knows what they're doing to throw a really good house party. I don't think anybody can do a house party. And they're fantastic at putting together good house parties. That they are. We should talk to them more about that. They mentioned that they avoid couples that have several rules and that they really focus on full swap only. Yes. And we got to this point too, where we at first did not. We went with whoever's rules and we still... I was going to say, we totally are with everybody's rules and... (laughs) But we re- have no problem. The with no the fact. kissing thing, though, that's was, the only one. <laughs> but no, it was we would go along with that for a long time. We actually didn't mind if people were no kissers, and then all of a sudden, we had met what three or four it was couples, three couples in, a, in row. a row consecutively that were no kissers. I think we just were like, "What the heck is going on?" And then it made it so difficult to get things started. Mm-hmm. And I think we just got to the point where we we're so frustrated that we're like, "We can't do this with." no kissers we have to find kissers but i think now if we met a couple who are no kissers i think we'd be okay it's just that weird number all at once where we were just meeting them one after another see i I don't know if i'd be okay i i i'd be meh i'd be very meh about it but other than that i think we're very open to we only soft swap we only parallel play yes and we work with people's rules right. it's, or work around them or however we have to. We tend to do it in more group situations, which I kind of like. As of recently, yeah, you're right. And I like that because there's other things you can do and you can use that soft swappedness. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word. It's how it is, fuck you, <laughs> to build up the play experience Yeah, and to get you from point A to point B. I think it's... A good mix to have in that situation. Yeah. I don't know how the soft swappers would feel in that situation while everyone else is fucking all around them. I think it's a good mix to have in the room. I agree. I've not been a soft swapper in that situation, so I can't speak to how they would feel. I would just imagine for me, if I were in that situation, I would like it because it kind of gives me some insight into what happens when you do full swap or what happens when you take off some of those restrictions on your relationship so you can kind of see maybe beforehand before you do it kind or have an idea. See how those couples react. Yeah, and, and then maybe even build your rules more relatable to you based on now I've seen this happen. Now I know what kind of goes down. So now I know what rules to keep in place and what rules not to. I could see that being a 
good learning experience. I agree. I think one awkward situation that we've avoided very well is that jealous couple. And I could totally see how a jealous couple could create a incredibly awkward situation. And I love that Viv just outright says, don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. If you are jealous, this is not the life for you. And I a thousand percent agree. Easier said than done, of course, because there's jealousy that creeps up that you maybe are unprepared for. But something that just stands out with Viv and John specifically when we're talking to them, when they're sharing their stories is that they're just, they're not, they're so laid back, you know, and they're just taking it as it comes. And I don't get the sense that either one of them uses this lifestyle as a way to like hold something over one another, or there's just no anger. There's nothing laced through their lifestyle of, I don't know how to explain it. They're just free and they're it's, happy. They're free, fun and happy. It's that uh, right. Exactly. They And there's nothing, there's nothing bad. You know what I mean? It's like, even though their rules started so strictly, hearing them talk about it, it was like, oh no, but then we just kind of got rid of them. There they was changed no, like... their rules to full swap before they did anything. They started <laughs> off as don't even fucking touch her to, okay, we're good with full swap. Now let's go. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's how you have to do it, but the fact that they were just like ready to take that on and their relationship was not hurt by it and they were just, okay, let's have all of the fun and make this fun and it's not serious and it's nobody is beating down the door and getting mad at somebody and there's no, they're doing whatever they're doing, they're doing it the right way and I love it and I just think that they are fantastic and they're just always fun. The last bit of closing advice where they talk about the best way to get into this. Mm -hmm. For some couples, it's, okay, we just have to go to a club, sit back and watch people interact just to see if this is for us. Other couples are like, okay, we're going to find a couple and we're going to go out and we're going to fuck and that's going to be the way it's going to be. And then they are thoroughly disappointed because that's not easy to find. The easiest way for someone to dip their toe in is to go out on a date or two or three with couples just, hey, we're not going to play, but we would like to go and experience just chit-chatting with you and spending some time with another couple that's not us. And this is our first opportunity to go on a date with somebody that's not my long-term partner. Yeah. The important part that you said there was specify that you are not necessarily going to play. And I think that's a good point when you're first meeting somebody to kind of set out there in your conversations first, because taking off the expectation of play lets you just hang out with people, chat amongst yourself, see where both of you are at and see if anything is even able to click far enough where something else might happen. Mm -hmm. We very much enjoy meeting people before we go off to the club. This not only gives us and them an opportunity to see a familiar face at the club, but also the ability to say, okay, well, we clicked very well over dinner. Now we're going to go hang out at the club. If you want to do more, here's now is your opportunity. We're at a club. We're at a neutral space, so to speak, and you can explore that more. Mm-hmm. Or we're at a club and we didn't click so great, but we have a familiar face we can actually talk to here and maybe we'll meet somebody else while we're here that we click with better. Right. And I really love that setup. That setup seems to work really well for us. I'm not saying that's a setup that everybody can accomplish or do. But it gives us that opportunity to talk to people outside of that club environment where you can actually hold a conversation and aren't distracted by people walking by, people stopping to say hi, people jumping into your conversations, people trying to pull you out of conversations. Right, right. 
you you actually have that two on two, two on two on two, two on two on two on two. <laughs> however many we have yeah. at these free parties. Sometimes we have a couple more than ability to yep. sit and chat and build that connection. Right, get to know get to know each other. Yeah, I really enjoy that. But that is a great way to meet people, even if you don't have a club, but you have a website that you are part of that you can meet up at a restaurant. Say, hey, just want to, you know, get to know each other. No, no expectations. Trying even just to build a meet and greet Mm -hmm. where it's maybe not just you and another couple. Maybe it's you and two or three other couples. Right. It's just, okay. how about the eight of us just get together, go out to dinner and chat and hang out? Mm-hmm. and we all drive there to separately, and then we all can just take off and leave. Yep. Nobody's going, wait, when are we going to, how are we going to transition? How is this going to, mm-hmm. it's just, hey, let's go hang out with a group of like-minded adults and dip our toe in this water and see if we can meet one, two, or three couples that we really click with. Yeah, that's great. But that's really always set up for us when we do our pre-parties. It's always really set up a fun evening ahead mm-hmm. of ourselves. Even if we haven't played, it's always been fun chatting with people, getting to know people, and some of our best friends came out of those pre-parties. So. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Well, we're wrapping it up. I can tell you're just like itching to get off this couch and let's go get your vision board started. I am ready to go to the craft (laughs) store and get my glitter sparkles and glue sticks. Let's do this. Thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. Bye.